Greetings friends around the world. This is Dr. Bob Teal for the Bible News Prophecy Channel. I want to talk about some predictions, including something related to chaos, from a secular writer by the name of Doug Casey. Doug Casey became famous when he wrote an investment book back in 1979, and basically he's an American financial writer. I actually bought a book he wrote, I don't know, 35, 40 years ago, and read it. It's the only book uh, he wrote that I, that I have read. Anyway, what caught my attention was something from the SGT report about him and some of his predictions. So let me go ahead and read from this. Doug Casey's next five shocking predictions. International man, big tech's censorship of alternative voices has been on the rise in the US, Canada and other places. What do you think the role of big tech companies will be? Doug Casey responds with, trends in motion tend to stay in motion until they reach a climax, a crisis, at which point anything can happen. We're headed for a gigantic world crisis. My guess is that the long-standing trend towards big tech getting bigger and more powerful won't continue. Well, the reality is big tech, as it's currently dominated by the United States of America, is not going to continue. But biblically, we know that censorship uh, is going to, as well as other forms of totalitarianism that we'll see from the coming beast power that the book of Revelation talks about. Now, as far as censorship goes, let's go to the Old Testament. I'd like to read from Amos chapter 8, verses uh, 11 and 12, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine on the land. Not a famine of bread, nor thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. They shall wander from sea to sea, from north to east. They shall run to and fro, seeking the word of the Lord, but shall not find it. Well, this famine of the word is going to involve technological censorship. Because if technological blocking was not involved, one would be able to find information without having to travel to and fro to look for it. Now let's get back to some stuff related to Doug Casey, international man. What geopolitical trends do you see on the horizon? Doug Casey responds with, the powers that be, the UN, the World Economic Forum, the European Union, and dozens of others like them, are all trying to consolidate countries, merge them into something that looks like a world government. That seems to be what the elite want, but I don't think they're going to get it. A bigger trend, I've been saying this for years, is that the countries around the world are actually going to break up. It's going to happen everywhere, including the U.S., which could divide into half a dozen or more regional entities. Canada is increasingly dysfunctional and should devolve into at least three or four countries. Now, Doug Casey is right that the U.N., World Economic Forum, uh, European Union, dozens of other groups are trying to come up with basically a one-world government. And the Bible in Daniel 11.23 basically shows it's only going to take a small number of people to get the beast in power. And part of the reason probably will be that various other organizations are going to say, you know, that's kind of what we want to have happen. Because the beast will be saying things consistent with what the World Economic Forum and UN, etc. have been promoting. Now, Doug Casey is an atheist. He was raised Roman Catholic, but he's an atheist. 
So he's not looking into this book to find out what's going to happen. Now, as far as company, countries breaking up, uh, the United States itself is getting more and more divided, and Canada's got its own problems. The Bible shows that in the end times, those lands are going to be invaded and divided completely when they're conquered. We can see something related to this in the book of Daniel, chapter 11. I'm going to read verse 39. Thus he, that's the king of the north, shall act against the strongest fortresses with a foreign god, which he shall acknowledge and advance its glory, and he shall cause them to rule over many and divide the land for gain. Well, the United States of America is the power with the strongest fortresses in the 21st century at this end time, and it will be taken over and its lands divided. Canada, which neighbors borders the United States, and as an ally, uh, will also be uh, divided as well. And again, that's something that atheists wouldn't accept. But Doug Casey is correct that some division is going to happen to the U.S. and Canada. Now, let's go back to more from this article. International man. What do you think the future of individual freedom will be? Doug Casey. Individual freedom has been on a downward trend in the West for well over 100 years. And he's correct. And totalitarianism is prophesied in the Bible. I want to go through the 13th chapter of the book of Revelation because it explains various things and who's going to be involved and some things about totalitarianism. So let's start with verse 1, Revelation 13. Then I, this is John, the apostle, stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon, that's Satan, gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. Now the sea that's associated with beasts with those features is called the great sea in Daniel uh, 7, chapter 7, verses 2 through 7. In other scriptures, and I'm not going to go through all of them, but there are numbers in Joshua and Ezekiel, points out this great sea is the land we now, or the sea we are now called the Mediterranean Sea. And the ancient Roman Empire used to control uh, the northern as well as southern and the eastern portions of the Mediterranean Sea. They had the whole thing. Now currently, Europe controls the northern border of the Mediterranean Sea. And after a conquest, which is prophesied in Daniel 11, 40-43, you will also have the eastern portion and the southern portion, just like the old Roman Empire did. Now let's go back to Revelation 13. This time we'll pick it up in verse 3. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world marveled and followed the beast. So they worshipped the dragon who gave authority to the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? One of the reasons people are going to say that is that this beast power, this king of the north beast power, is going to be militarily successful. And people will not have thought it was possible for this European power to destroy the United States, but it will. But this leader is opposed by uh, God, and he opposes God's people. Verse 5 of Revelation 13. 
And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted to him to make war with the saints and overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. So we see this power is going to rise up. It's going to be a persecuting power. Now, the beast is going to do this with an accomplice. We're going to read about this accomplice starting in verse 11 of Revelation 13. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. One of the ways he's going to get others to worship the beast is to do something that Doug Casey did not allude to, which is this beast is going to provide, perform signs. Verse 13, he performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast and that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. So demonic signs and murderous totalitarian persecution is going to be used to get people to support this. But also, they'll use totalitarian economic pressure, as we can see starting verse 16. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. For it's the number of a man. His number is 666. So what is coming will be totalitarian and it will be persecuting. Now let's go back to the article about Doug Casey's predictions. Doug Casey. Personal freedom has been diminishing for the last hundred years. The big question is, when, if ever, is that trend going to change? Once again, I'll go back to this idea of a big crisis coming. Horrible people like Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum are quite anxious to see it and are trying to manatize the eschaton, as it were. They're right about the arrival of a great reset, but I hope they're wrong about the form it will take. I think it will be set off by the Greater Depression. And yes, a big crisis is coming, and we may see some type of a massive uh, depression uh, or economic crisis in uh, Europe to get them to support this beast power. Now, at the Doug Casey's website, which also has this interview, they show a screenshot talking about unprecedented chaos is coming. 
And uh, I actually watched that video, it's just basically promoting various uh, economic things that Casey wants to sell uh, for another video. But the reality is, unprecedented chaos is coming. The great tribulation that's talked about in the Bible may very well begin in 2026, 2027, or 2028. And as far as will, there, will this change? Well, is there any good news? Well, yes, Jesus does have a promise to a certain amount of Christians. Let's go to uh, Revelation chapter 3, and I want to start reading in verse 7. And to the angel of the church of Philadelphia, right? These things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the king of, key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I set before you an open door that no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Indeed, I'll make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I'll make them come and worship before your feet to know that I have loved you. Because you've kept my command to persevere, I will also keep you from the hour of trial, which will come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Behold, I come, I'm coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. This is the only church Jesus provides this type of promise to. There are seven churches mentioned in Revelation chapter 2 and 3. There's only one promise this particular protection. Now, as far as fleeing goes, Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 20, and pray that your flight may not be in the winter or on the Sabbath, showing, of course, that Christians are still keeping the Sabbath at the end. But the trend for the rest of the world is going to be horrific. Matthew 24, starting verse 21, Jesus said, For then there will be great tribulation, such as not been since the beginning of the world, until this time, no, nor ever shall be. Unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Now, furthermore, after the tribulation, there is a, pro a positive trend, if you would. Why? Because the Bible shows that Jesus is going to return. Let's go to Matthew 24, starting verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds, on the clouds of heaven, with power and great glory. He will send his angels with the sound of a great trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. When Jesus returns, he's going to establish the millennial kingdom of God, and this is good news. Let's go to Revelation 11, verse 15. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kings of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. While bad things are going to happen, there's still good news. Uh, you can count on it if you will truly heed the word of God. Now, people like Doug Casey, who are atheists, and even people who claim to be Christian don't really believe what this book says. This is one of the reasons why we're going to see a totalitarian government put in place. We're going to see the United States and Canada 
other countries being overtaken. We're going to see various lands divided, and there will be a totalitarian system in place. But Jesus did promise the faithful Philadelphia Christians for a place of protection and safety if Christians at the end will truly heed all the words of God. Hopefully you and others that you know will believe this book. And as far as Doug Casey's predictions are correct, some of them are going to come to pass. But the end is different than he expects. But now you know what many, including Doug Casey, don't really know. And that is, there will be a great tribulation, but Jesus will return and will establish God's kingdom. Hopefully you'll be part of it. This is Dr. Bob Teal for the Bible and Prophecy Channel.